There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, as you know, there's been a number of conversations on 2020 and on other programs here on Vision that have been talking about just how significant and how successful the March for Life was on the weekend. Because in Queensland, there's a significant challenge coming when it comes to what the government is proposing to reform abortion law in Queensland and, as some will say, making Queensland's abortion laws among or really the worst in the world. Well, let's get some insights today because there is a breakthrough with a date that is set for a high court hearing for Graham Preston who leads the pro-life organisation called Protect Life. Uh, Let's talk about these two issues today. Graham Preston, welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Uh, Graham, first of all, uh, let's just reflect on the March for Life in Brisbane on the weekend. As far as I'm aware, 6,000 people turned out. That's about three times as many as uh, one might have anticipated. There is a real movement in Queensland to protest this idea of changing abortion laws. Yes, well, hopefully if uh, this doesn't get people out on the streets, nothing will. So, uh, yes, it was great to see a big crowd there on Saturday and very encouraging. Lovely afternoon and uh, people from all around the place were there. Uh, It's not the first time you've marched in a march like that before. Uh, How does it compare to other times? Uh, Certainly it was the biggest I've been part of. So uh, that was very nice to see that uh, to see people being willing to come out like this. Yep, Graham. Let's get on to some of the issues that you're facing. And oftentimes, when I'm talking to you, I refer to the fact that as a pro-life campaigner, you have been jailed six times because of your Christian conviction to stand up for unborn babies. And through some of the latest issues you've faced legally, you're headed to the High Court. In fact, a date has now been set. Uh, This is something of a relief. You knew it was coming, but now there's a date. Yes, that's right. It's been a very, very drawn-out process this over four years. So uh, it's very good to finally uh, have the end in sight. And uh, we're due to be in court from the 9th to the 11th of October. Now, ninth to the 11th of October, it's not just you. Uh, you're also going to be standing alongside Kathy Club from Victoria, who is on the same sort of charge that you are on, uh, and that is about these bubble zone laws and breaching the 150 metres bubble zone. Just describe how this has led to a High Court appearance. 
Yes, well, back in 2013, Tasmania was the first state to introduce legislation that uh, keeps any opposition or even any offers of help outside abortion clinics and uh, kept people 150 metres away. And I believe that that had to be challenged before it spread around the country. And so uh, I was arrested for standing within such a zone simply for holding a sign that uh, said every ch- everyone has the right to life. And uh, subsequently, a couple of years later, uh, Victoria introduced similar legislation and Cathy Club was arrested for offering assistance to people as they went into an abortion clinic in Melbourne. And so because of the very similar nature of our charges, our cases have been put together and they're going to be heard together in the High Court when, when it's heard. And, I mean, usually uh, simple charges are dealt with in lower courts. This is going to the High Court, uh, the highest court in the land, and a decision here about you and about Cathy Club will be very significant because there are issues here uh, like free speech uh, that are likely to be decided by the judges of the High Court. Yes, that's essentially what the case will be all about uh, is uh, are these laws that the states have introduced, these bubble zone legislations, are they a breach of the Australian Constitution in that they suppress freedom of expression? And so that's what will be argued. Does the Australian Constitution allow for such laws or are they in breach of the Constitution? So if the judges find in our favour, they will be ruling that um, these laws are a breach of the Australian Constitution and therefore the laws will have to be removed and we would have free access to stand outside the abortion clinics once again. However, if we lose, then it will be a very black day in terms of freedom of expression in in Australia because these laws are unique. No other laws are like this that um, uh, prohibit people from, in a public place, expressing an opinion, even offering help. And uh, so it will be a very, very bad thing if we lose this. Let's talk about timing here for a few moments and uh, you and I might say these things are not coincidental. Uh, We might see a divine hand in this and yet no guarantees there'll be a good outcome. But uh, your hearing dates in the High Court, uh, the 9th to the 11th of October. Now that is just one week before Queensland is likely to vote on the Queensland abortion bill. It's also in a timing when we might anticipate we'll hear the government's response to the Ruddock Freedom Review. So all of these issues around freedom, around abortion, and uh, and to do with this High Court hearing, uh, these are all going to be converging all at once. It really will be a significant time, uh, and people will be looking very closely at the outcomes. Yes. I certainly hope that the Christian community in particular is conscious of these things because uh, they might not affect everybody directly, but in terms of the overall impact on our community, it is very, very significant. And so you're right, all of those things coming together at the similar time is uh, should hopefully draw people's attention to them and uh, help people to appreciate just how important these matters are. Graham, your Christian faith is never hidden and here you find yourself in a hearing in the High Court coming up in October. 
what would you be hopeful that those listening to our conversation now, Christian believers, knowing that a fellow believer is going to be in the dock, uh, standing up for something which is very clearly a Christian ethical principle, uh, standing up for the life of the unborn, how would you hope people might pray for you? Well, it'll be... I don't know if I'll even be actually saying anything myself. It'll be a primarily a legal argument, so the lawyers will be doing the talking. And so I would encourage people to pray for great wisdom for our legal team. Both Kathy and I will be represented by the same lawyers. And so uh, we would ask you to pray for them because, uh, you know, this is, as I keep saying, very important. And so um, pray for great wisdom for them to uh, argue this well because uh, a great deal is riding on this. It's not every day you are in the high court over issues like this. And as you say, if there's a win, it's a big win. If there's a loss, it's a very bleak day for free speech and for the unborn. So when it comes to this significance of a high court hearing, Graham, this is something in some sense uh, that could actually, if it goes in your favour, uh, be a, a way to actually uh, manoeuvre uh, government legislations away from this constant watering down and taking the lives of unborn babies. Well, it'll, it wouldn't directly have that, but it would certainly uh, be a challenge to them. So as far as restricting people being able to speak up for the unborn at the places where their lives are taken, it certainly would prevent them from being able to do that. Um, so it would have that impact directly, but indirectly it would certainly be a, a very good thing that uh, the right to speak up for the unborn would have being recognised as being a freedom that cannot be taken away from us. So, yes, it would be very, very significant. Well, it's not every day you see positives when it comes to the abortion issue in Australia. So I know you'll be hoping and you'll be asking listeners to our conversation today to hold you in their prayers. So far as the cost of High Court hearings like this, I'm sure it's significant. You are no doubt... Uh, interested in hearing from people who might like to support uh, the challenge that you're up against. Uh, how can people support you, Graham? Yes, well, you're quite right. It, this is an extremely expensive exercise. If we were paying the full cost, well, I, uh, I don't know where we'd be getting the money. Fortunately, the lawyers are assisting and uh, are not charging us their full fees. Uh, but we do have a, a legal fund that people could contribute to and it is on the GoFundMe website, just under the heading of Legal Costs for Pro-Life Protester. So if people would like to assist, and uh, that would be much appreciated, it would be, uh, that's all I have to do, is just go to GoFundMe and look for the heading Legal Costs for Pro-Life Protester. I'll mention that again in just a few moments. GoFundMe.com and then Legal Costs for Pro-Life Protester. Uh, let me say, as we were talking just at the start of our conversation about how significant it was that so many Queenslanders got out on the streets on the weekend for the March for Life, uh, these are not the only protests that happen on the streets. 
uh, it's a once a year that you'll get those uh, types of protests like that one in Brisbane. Uh, but there are protests that are happening too for pro-abortionists. And there's one coming up on the 18th of September. You are sometimes just the uh, the lonely soul face in the crowd who's standing up for the rights of the unborn. Uh, what are you hoping might happen uh, at this particular march? Because I know you're hoping to turn up and, and see there's a crowd of people supporting you. Yes, well, I think it's always very important to never allow those who advocate for the taking of human life to get away with it without being challenged. So whenever I hear that the pro-abortionists are having a rally, I always go along to be there as a pro-life presence to challenge them, prick their consciences. And so, yes, I will be there and I'm inviting others to join me so that uh, they do not just have a free voice without any... Not that we're going to be aggressive or interrupting or anything, but we're just going to be there to bear witness to the unborn children. Uh, that's right. Not aggressive, but bearing witness uh, to the value of those unborn children. Uh, let me mention that website once again, gofundme.com forward slash legal costs for pro-life protester. And, of course, uh, protect-life.info is the website for Graham Preston's organisation called Protect Life. Uh, Graham, uh, we'll keep up to date and uh, monitor how things go in the lead-up to the High Court uh, hearing. But thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.